Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Legion 99 podcast, your source for the latest tactics, news, battle reports, hobby talk, and general Legion chatter. Uh, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Legion 99 podcast. I'm Nick. I'm here with Mike and Keegan. Hi, it's a Saturday. Again. I'm here with Saturday. Mike and Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Mike and Nick and Keegan in the afternoon, right? Is this community? <laughs> Mid, mid and late afternoon. Oh, yeah, that's a great. Oh, oh that's yeah, that's right. Goal. Time zones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like dinner time here for me. I'm also, I have to get up at four tomorrow. So yeah, there's two of you on the East Coast and just me on the West Coast. So I think it, it it's three o'clock for me, but it averages out to a total of five o'clock. So technically, I guess it's uh, Nick, Mike and Keegan in the evening. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All yeah, right. that, that makes or sense. Or whenever you're listening to this, because, you know. Right. You know, you can that's listen to it whenever you want. Yeah, yeah. We're not, we're not right. actually a live show. We are not talking about time zones. We are talking about Legion, Star Wars Legion. Um, we uh, there's not a lot of news, right? Yeah. No, no. Yeah, I don't think there's anything new since we did our deep dive last episode on yeah. like the new IGs and DIN cards. We did have a lot in a short amount of time so, to cover. Yeah. Like that was a long episode to cover a lot of news. So I'm okay with that. It's, it doesn't have to be every every other week. Yeah, it's a little bit of a relief, quite honestly. Yeah, <laughs> we we could talk about <laughs> something I'm else. I'm tired today. of speculating. <laughs> yeah, I'm tired. Like of some events. Yes, events. Yeah. Uh, first up, SoCal Open is like two weeks away from today from recording. It is. Um, <clears throat> y'all, uh, I'm I'm assuming everybody already has tickets, but if you don't, you should go. I'm really jealous. They've got a really cool Vader on a surfboard that I'm not going to get because I'm not there. Yeah, um, yeah. That looks pretty. They've cool. also, they've <laughs> also worked out a deal. I saw this. If uh, yeah. if you are because that event is the weekend in uh, releases. If you pre-order through their partner store, the partner store is actually it's not only going to deliver to the site. They're going to throw in um, the oh, yeah. uh, the soup cup Grogu. Yeah, uh, um, oh, that's cool. Yeah. I have feelings about that. I guess there's like one mini in that box. How chase is this going to be? Well, are y'all familiar with the, like chase things? Is is it one mini or is it like it's is it a painting competition store kit? I, like I don't think we got that confirmed. Like the Didn't, box seems pretty big. I I thought it was so. There was a theory that I saw where it could have been like multiple sprues because it's supposed to be around a, a, a like painting event kind of yeah. thing to host. So. Yeah. This is I, also I, America in 2022, so it's probably just a lot of cardboard and one really small package on the inside. I mean, that's kind of what we, I hope it's not, but I assume it is. Like, <laughs> we're not doing phrasing? No, no, I was going to be blunt there. I've given up on phrasing. I'm just going to be like straightforward Mike today. Straightforward Mike. I had to I deal hope. with seven hours of patience at work today unexpectedly, so uh, my patience has disappeared. I certainly hope there's more than one mini in that box. Um, I asked like my LGS to like ask about it because like I really I really want a soup cup Grogu. Like yeah. that's, that's what I want. I'm surprised we don't know though because like that box image the image that was on was on Reddit. I think it first showed up on Reddit. Like, did they yeah. not open the box? Did they are they waiting till Christmas? Like, what's going on? They're trying to like spread out their Reddit karma, so they do one post with the box and then one for the opening. Oh yeah, that's a thing. I guess. It is not, not knowing things <clears throat> fails to surprise me anymore. For what it's worth, I think we covered that pretty completely. Well, I want I want to go <laughs> That's what I want. Um, but uh, yeah, so packs looks awesome. Packs, super fun packs, stuff for packs. Uh, hey everybody, register for packs. There's still people who registered on TTO that haven't like uh, registered via the Fifth Trooper link. Uh, 
please do so. I have started. Uh, I have started painting terrain. Uh, I've started the process of painting like the last like couple months worth of printed stuff. And granted, it's not normally as much as I would have printed. Um, but uh, I'm excited to. I painted a few pieces yesterday and today. Uh, really excited. I have also like figured out all the trap, like how I'm getting everything there, and like uh, all the details. Are st- all the ugly, not fun details are starting to come together. But uh, should be awesome. Um, flight vouchers for top four. Um, cards for everybody. Six up stuff for everybody. All kinds of cool shit. It's gonna be. Do we great. get that to you yet? I don't think so. Okay, should be coming soon. No, it, no, you definitely did not get it to me. I okay. should clarify because it's like a lot of stuff. <laughs> so like, I shouldn't be ambiguous about it. No, it is not here. I do not have it. Um, yeah. <laughs> should I ask Drake, or you? you no, want to ask no, 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 no. I, no, I, 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 I'm pretty sure. Uh, we got we got the SoCal stuff out the door. We got the GSG stuff out the door. Uh, and since we have an extra month or so uh, for you. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's still you're, like you're, almost, you're next in the queue. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like almost two months away. It's exciting. Yeah, yeah. No, we got a, we got, yeah, we got a ton of stuff coming out for you. So, uh, I know. Hey, I'm what excited. is uh, what is GSG? I'm a little out of the loop. Oh, Golden State, Golden State Games, November fifth and sixth in Antioch, California. I think somewhere in the Bay Area. Uh, I feel like it's North Bay. Um, World invites online. Couple of and couple of posts can be found in, in the Legion Discord. There's yep. also an event that's going to be happening just after PAX in Boston. So oh, yeah. if you're here on the East Coast, I think it's called, is it Everwinter? It's Everwinter Game Con. That's what, I keep getting it mixed Con? up with Neverwinter, which is a game that I played for a little bit of times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's a convention that they've had previously that they're adding Legion this year. Um, I think it's a currently a 32-player event, um, what, I, what I gather. Yeah, it's, um, a, it's a five-round Swiss, or five... It's a Swiss five-round, 32-man event, so you're guaranteed five rounds regardless of how you do, and I believe it's spread out over two days in the same format as PAX, where it's three rounds the first day and then two rounds the second day. And Boston's a fun city to go visit, so if you've traveled out here for PAX, you may as well stay an extra week and you know, go a little further north. That's how that works. <laughs> That's what I was going to do for Europe, and then I realized how much it costs. But That's people true. are richer than I am, so hopefully they can do it. That's true. <laughs> And it's not that was a shitty thing for me to say. It, I think for people who are not wouldn't be traveling, it, it would not be make sense for me to stay a whole week. But uh, for anyone yeah. who's considerably more local, uh, absolutely. I can't. I can't get that much time off from work. I would have loved to have gone because it's like not. I mean, it's a it's a drive, but it's like a reasonable drive. Um, I have but, uh, utterly burned slash incinerated the last of my brownie points just to make packs. So I'm completely <laughs> out of everything. I'm staying at my brother's. He's he lives in the city, so it saves me the hotel trip and <laughs> work is pissed at me. So we're not going to push that any further. Ah, whatever, they'll get over it. It's fine. That's kind of what I said. And why I just did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got LVO coming up in January. Yep. Um, make sure that you check that out. There are no tickets available, but there are a few people that have sold their tickets in the Legion Discord channel for LVO, um, myself included, unfortunately, for as per con- previous conversation work reasons. <laughs> I don't think I knew that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to LVO anymore. I, I, um, I We're opening a new office on oh, February yeah, I 1st. Oh, yeah, I this, actually. 
and LVO happens to run like right up to February 1st. And it turns out that my job is opening these things. So I can't exactly be 3000 miles away on the other side of the country. That is unfortunate (sighs) and understood. One, one less person I have to team kill in the tournament. (laughs) 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 Cause I have these days you have a chance. I'm playing. Ha ha. Yeah. (laughs) Excited. Uh, Adepticon, though, is an event that I'm going to afterwards. Um, that's going to be Worlds. That is in March. And we got, I'm going to say news on Adepticon. Um, <laughs> they did mention in the channel on Legion Discord that we should expect events Thursday through Sunday. Yeah. So if you're traveling but, to Adepticon for Legion, make sure that you're out there for, for those days if you plan on you know being around the events or playing in all of those days. But it, it's going to be a four-day yeah. event. I'm hopeful that it is... Uh... It's the been... Thursday is not necessarily a required into the flow of Worlds event. It's been uh, strongly same. implied that there's going to be a last chance qualifier there. So yeah. another reason to come to PAX. Uh, Absolutely. Know. Yeah. And there's going to like, I mean, like, I yeah, I don't know how it's going to. There's going to be a lot of people there. They're going to need a lot of terrain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't, I, we, have a, didn't we have a plan for a, a, a Patreon uh, a version like stand up a Patreon to put a mic on you and Slavowski doing a road trip uh, <laughs> in a van for terrain for that thing. I vaguely remember this. Yeah. Was... <sighs> but but yeah. I'm, I'm assuming that Adepticon is going to kind of work the same way as LVO that will have last chance qualifier on Thursday and then it'll be the entire field on Friday, all the two and yeah. ones advance to Saturday and then top eight go to Sunday. I think yeah. that would be the cleanest way to go about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that that's hopefully what it, there's what side events like. on uh, Saturday mm-hmm. for the people uh, <clears throat> me who don't make day two. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try to play the Malifo events. <laughs> nice. uh, I know I'm not making uh, <laughs> final day, so I painted a bunch of Malifo there. minis for this guy. Yeah, I'm excited to get them. Turns out I'm going to trade more tables for more Malifo minis. That's right. <laughs> it's uh, a weird payment I never thought I'd say. Yeah, somebody. I sent I sent somebody a picture of like a mouth. I was like, uh, "All right, so I've assembled a lot of different like models over the years, like game models, and uh, mouth of models are by far the worst." <laughs> this Just is why I don't do them myself. Full stop. They're terrible. <laughs> Um, but uh, somebody, some Malfo player, will probably offer to like fight me over this. I I would bet because gamers are very defensive. But uh, and somebody was like, "Wait, why are you painting Malfo?" <laughs> have you ever tried guy. to build Infinity models? Yes, I have built Infinity models before. Actually, I think they're worse because it's the same contact point, but it's metal instead of plastic. Metal's harder, yeah. But like they, the way these sprues are laid out, like the contact, po- they got like the the sprue is so thick where it's attached to the model. Like you yeah. can't, like it's like so you you like dam- you you have to be really careful not to damage these models as you. Like- I tried to build one of the archers because I know there's three of them in there. I was like, if I fuck one up, Nick will just do the other two. <laughs> And then I started to clip it off. I was like, I don't know where I'm clipping this. So yeah, it's going to the expert. yeah, it's pretty terrible. <laughs> and they have instructions online for each model, but like, it's just a picture of like the arrows. Like, good. oh, this goes here, but it's not a good. It's not great instructions. It's not. It's not good. <laughs> it's not. But this isn't a Malfa podcast. This is a Star Wars Legion podcast. <laughs> yeah, and right. we've got a current event for Legion going on right now in Vader League. Uh, Nick, you clinched your. Tickets to single eliminations. I did. 
very is, quickly. I think the second or third player. To yeah, I, I actually went and looked at the time, and there was, I think it was Snyder and one other person. <laughs> Maybe uh, like actually the other guy in Snyder's pod. Ironically. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. So I, that must have been after because I it wasn't in Snyder's pod. It was like in a European bracket, I think. Ah, they don't count. The, oh, that's not nice. They count. We love them over there. Do they? Oh, anyway, yeah. Uh, I won. I won four of my five games. I haven't played my fifth game yet. I'm currently supposed to play uh, Zodiac on Monday afternoon. Um, uh, but yeah, I got. I managed to get a whole bunch of games in. Um, Turns out Din and Boba is uh, pretty good. Uh, I've had a lot of fun. I've had, we've talked about bounty a lot before and how like sometimes like you often don't get bounty. I think I got five bounties total so far in four games. Two Mandalorians with bounty is a little bit of a different facet a than some of the other. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot it's circumstances good. that we've been. It's very at, good, obviously. Uh, I think yeah, it's very good. Um, but yeah. Uh, excited to be headed back to elims i've gone like in every other year every other season track at this point uh, i'm gonna keep that going i would like to win a game in single elims one time uh because haven't done that yet so uh cool. i don't think that's necessarily true i won didn't win that game <laughs> you have a win but i don't think you. i have a win, win but it doesn't really <laughs> count <laughs> um but yeah um i i'm not gonna bow report any of those because like there's a lot and I don't want to like sit here for an hour doing invader league battle reports, but uh, my opponents were all uh, a lot of fun to play with. Uh, each game was a lot of fun. Um, and I'm looking forward to uh, playing Zodiac Monday, probably around when you're listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, whatever. Um, uh, Keegan, I think you got a chance to play a game like in real life. I did. I have uh, I have logged one game since Nova. Uh, when I had a couple things going on, made it out to my, but I did make it out to my local Thursday night a couple weeks ago. Uh, and as as I promised myself after uh, after getting to Nova, no matter the outcome, unfortunately we had the outcome we did. I was going to take a little break from being the the sweaty asshole who played the same Anakin triple barks, uh, trying to win a <laughs> world's invite at my beer and pre- literal beer and pretzels venue <laughs> uh every week so i took something that i had i had screwed around with on uh tabletop admiral for a little while and i brought a rex uh 501st list with flamer rts uh and uh and and just the whole point was to have some fun so uh, ended up uh playing against my good friend don uh one of our regulars here uh, he let me have, he was playing a shadow collective. He had Gar Saxon. He had a couple of black sun. He had a couple of bikes. He had bike capos and all that fun stuff. Oh, and mall mall was in there, which was important. Uh, he ended up letting me have, uh, advanced positions and hostage with Rex. Uh, I put the hostage on fives. I, uh, did the now speed three scout with fives uh with rex's scouting party uh i got greedy and i used fives uh because i had a i had a speed three move already on turn one why would i need to move that hostage again uh and i i used uh fives for a fire support into something that was hanging out and i think i almost wiped a pike squad but i didn't quite finish it off and then i forgot how fast maul can move uh so <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, he's pretty fast. <laughs> yeah, so my, so my hostage quickly moved back to the center <laughs> in a couple of different ways uh, through a variety of pushes and recoherence. Uh, his hostage uh, got away. Uh, it was a fun game. Uh, I, I overextended a full arc squad. Uh, I wiped a pike. Actually, no, I all but wiped a pike squad. Uh, and then, but I didn't do the math on how quickly a black sun unit could get in. And they one shot my full arc squad. Uh, my uh, my ATRTs got stuck in uh, what what we determined to be difficult terrain ahead of time because I was dumb and allowed it to be called difficult terrain for vehicles <laughs> when it was light cover and open for troopers. Uh, but uh, through persistence and uh, a little bit of luck, uh, I pushed everything uh, forward. I did some funny end of game math. Uh, and while I never got my hostage even close to my deployment zone, uh, I did uh, the combination of a flamer RT through a through a uh, battle pocketed building, uh, finally getting in round five and six close enough to just flame a bunch of things uh, on the other side and echo basically advancing across the entire board uh, to, to double swipe at uh, uh, the, the last remaining units who could grab hostages. Uh, and I out activated by that point. I, uh, I, I did squeak out a terribly inefficient uh, victory. Um, 501st. <laughs> I like the idea. I wish I liked it more. I probably shouldn't put flame flamethrowers on RTs. Uh, I think I like, I think I would actually, there's, there's still something that might be fun with the RTs, uh, but make needing them to get to range one probably isn't what I want to do with them. So, um, that was, that was my taste of that though. Next I'll, I'll be trying something else. Uh, I've got an, I, I do want to play around with, uh, a Yoda barks list that I have in, in mind, um, a little bit. Uh, but I think, uh, as a segue into our, our second third whatever final section of the uh of the day uh of the cast i i am going to be making two assumptions one i'm not going to like any other list or know it as well as i do uh my anakin barks list and two no uh no erratas are going to come in that make exemplar not work <laughs> so um yeah that's my takeaway from the battle report fun game not going to do it again <laughs> at least you tried <laughs> i did try well so. you kind of teased our next segment yeah and I considering hope, hope we teased this, yeah we kind of teased this next segment like a while yeah. ago <laughs> yeah. and we're only 18 minutes into the cast so if this is going to be our final segment it's probably a meaty one mm-hmm. uh we're doing this on yeah yeah i briefly go over um you know what we're going to be I'll say focusing slash featuring over the next three-ish months. Yeah, absolutely. So we mentioned it last time, uh, and and this was in large part inspired by me getting to face Evan uh, Bolrus at Nova and uh, taking bombing run instead of breakthrough when I had the opportunity, uh, and realizing that just talking about uh, talking about we haven't talked when the three of us started talking of turn zero in the, in that uh, uh, indefinite hiatus. YouTube show, uh, which was which was a lot of fun and a good concept, but way too much, way too hard to do video content these days. Um, so, but it's been a while since we've talked in any real way about objectives, and I think that we've got a really cool 
uh, approach to it. Uh, there, there's recently been an increase in talk about objectives. Those of you on the Legion Discord might have seen that there's other other conversations. Point Fifth Trooper put out a good summary article, and, and the scoundrels are starting to talk uh, a little bit at a high level and general level about the objectives. But what we're going to do here is we're going to launch the new series, uh, Help Legion 99 Win Worlds. Uh, we're all going. Uh, there's no exception. Uh, like like Nova, we we're all going, but uh, I I was the only one without a world's invite, so it was fun to do that. So we're gonna make we're gonna we're gonna focus this, a new segment of uh, how can one of us <laughs> wearing the banner win this win this damn thing? Um, I and we think that uh, really good turn zero play is is a is a massive opportunity for us and and for for many of uh, you out there. So the way that we're going to do this, we're not going to uh, generically deep dive uh, into into the objectives. We're going to cover cover what they do, of course. But we're going to kind of line up and and, uh, and and commit to the list that we're going to be mentally preparing for uh, coming into uh, coming into Worlds. And so each uh, each episode uh, that we do this, we're going to take one, uh, one objective. We're going to go through uh, or you, y'all are going to know what our lists are in, in general, uh, as always, we're, we might continue to refine a little bit, uh, in, in, along the margins. Uh, and we're going to talk about each objective, how we would set up against each of our lists, uh, because we think the archetypes are kind of broad enough to, to capture those three, three things. And so what we're going to do is we're going to cover, uh, is it good or bad <laughs> against this list? Is it, uh. What are what are the strengths against the list that we're that we're facing in this case? Uh, what are the weaknesses against that list? And then we're going to talk a little bit, try to get into some detail about um, how to deploy and plan for the flow. Uh, just this this particular piece is inspired by my egregious mistakes against Evan, where uh, I was playing bombing run, and instead of recognizing that I should make it a points game and just going for the easy score, I went and jousted my barks against his uh, um, his swoops, and I lost badly. Uh, so, uh, that was a risk I didn't need to take. So thinking about setting up against, uh, the opposing list is going to be a big thing. Uh, before we dive into breakthrough today, I'm, uh, we're going to go over kind of each of our lists. Uh, anyone who's, uh, this is not their first episode knows my list pretty well. And, uh, if it is your first episode, go listen to, uh, pretty much any episode for the last six months. I probably <laughs> mentioned what, what it is. Uh, Anakin, Padme, Clone Commander, Triple Barks, 10 activations, about 11 or 12 point bit um refinements uh with upgrades and, and throughout but uh that's what i'm that's what i'm lining up to so whenever we talk about this stuff that's what i know well that's what i'll be talking uh mike what are you what are you planning to bring so we mentioned just a couple minutes ago that one of the ways that we think we can set ourselves apart and give ourselves a competitive advantage at worlds is through turn zero play and arguably that's because there's eighteen thousand bajillion different lists that are viable right now and you can just <laughs> roll a die and get an archetype and all of a sudden you can be top table if you know how to play turn zero. So I rolled a die <laughs> and ended up on a rubble gun line. I was so, bored at work and said, so I need to find something to do. <laughs> Ever so humble is yeah. Mike Cirillo. Yeah. I told yeah. you, man, I'm just going to be uh, blunt today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I rolled Mike, a die and got Mike a rubble opinions gun. may or may not reflect the opinions of the Legion of Nine podcast. <laughs> However, <laughs> the stats of the winning lists over the last, uh, you know, six months are all very, very different. So yes, they are. Play what you want to play. Just yes. know how to know your fun. Play what you want. That should absolutely be the takeaway. Play what you mm-hmm. want to play. Know your list. Yeah. You can win with literally grabbing random guards from your your containers if you fit the legal list requirements and know how to play turn zero. So 
and I know how to play your list. I know how to play your list. Well, I don't even know about that, but that's a that's a that's a hill I'm prepared to die on. Okay, this will, be our, this will be our special segment after we get LV packs or yeah, LVOD. Yeah. So I'm I'm playing a rebel dump. Um, I took a little inspiration from Keegan and a little inspiration from Nick, and then some units that I like to play, and I ended up with a rebel officer, rebel boba, uh, loaded din, two pretty beefy vets, two Mark twos, a ranged Wookiee, and two snipers for ten activations. Um, I've got Din uh, kind of kitted out. At the moment, I've got the Beskar Spear on, but I'm probably going to shift that to the Amban Rifle. Uh, Rebel Boba's got Seize Tenacity. The two vets are CMs, Rebel Officers, and Offensive Push, so they're going to hit like a freaking truck. And then I've got the Kashyyyk Resistance Wookiees with the Bowcaster, OP, and Scopes. So there's a lot of range firepower, a lot of range four, a lot of critical, a lot of pierce. And there's a situation of bounty. Sorry, Seize on the vets? Uh, I have Seize on Boba. I've got a OP on the books. Okay. Illegal. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. No, no, my, 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 yeah, my, we're not. My, you two just watched brain. my brain do a hiccup. <laughs> I did. Uh, yeah. And we will, um, uh, if we remember, we will put uh, these lists, the short versions in the show notes. Yeah. Basically, the concept here is uh, rule with respect with this list is just absolutely devastating because you've got two loaded vets, you've got the Mark IIs, and you've got your piercing Wookiees and snipers. Um, plus, you've got Boba himself, which now all of a sudden is a four die shot with Pierce mm-hmm. and Sharpshooter. And, you know, Din floats around. So I feel pretty good about it. Um, <laughs> I've got some tools to deal with Force users. I've got Whipcord, etc. I've got Din with the Beskar Spear. Um, that's why I actually have him in there right now because there is no Jedi. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how it does. I'll probably play a game before PAX. Um, I'll have to try something different because I don't think Boba's actually going to be out for PAX. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. we'll get to try it at some point soon. <laughs> Uh, there is no bid here, oh. um, which I think will be a crucial point going forward. I think it handles every objective mm-hmm. well, as we'll talk about. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to just like, I'm probably like if, if worlds were tomorrow, mm-hmm. I would be taking some form of, uh, well, I guess not tomorrow in like three weeks after Din comes out, I would be <laughs> taking some form of uh, Din Boba and Empire because uh, I'm pretty sure that Boba Empire Boba Fett is like, maybe the best unit in empire right now uh not even close and din is a monster when he's on and fire uh and uh hobbs really got me on this callous train (laughs) so uh i'm basically taking my vader league list making a few tweaks to it right now so we have uh agent callous with underworld connections and the j19 bow rifle underworld connections because i need to have need to have that to bring uh two uh two mercenaries um, an officer with improvised orders and electro binoculars. Uh, there are a lot of units here that love aims, so it's a pretty good timing neutral activation. Um, she can also recover that improvised orders in a pinch um, if I want to use it again, if I end up burning it early in the round and I pull her. <sighs> then we get to the cool stuff. Uh, two shore troopers with T21Bs because uh, T21B is still probably, it's very expensive. Uh Almost prohibitively so, and I know I could get a lot more into this list, like, if I took Stormtroopers with T21s instead, but having, like, being able to throw all these dice at range 4 is really good. Um, uh, And in my matchups in Invader League so far, it's really helped me get an edge early in the gunline fight. Um, Accompanying those shores is two mortars, and then we have two DLT-19X strike teams with snipers. Um, and then, last but not least, the two Mandalorians, Boba Fett. 
Um, changing up the upgrades quite a bit here from what I have in Invader League. Well, not quite a bit, a little bit. Um, taking off Hunter or going to offensive push because Hunter's been inconsistent as, you know, and it kind of, it feels like when you want to use it, sometimes maybe you're like targeting something that you shouldn't. Offensive push gives him an aim once, and that's usually pretty good. Um, seize the initiative just in case. Uh, maybe you don't need whipcord. Maybe Callus just places one pip for cunning, and you need to get an order on Boba Fett. And then, mm-hmm. you know, cunning one pip. Um, emergency transponder, because, you know, he's going to have not have an order a lot. Being able to get him an extra aim or a dodge before he jumps in or jumps out is uh, pretty good. And then Recon Intel, so uh, that I have a little bit of play on Recover the Supplies. Um, <clears throat> and then we have Din Djarin, the Mandalorian. Uh, changed a thing here from uh, Invader League. He's got situational awareness. Um, I had tenacity before, but <clears throat> being able to spend all these dodges he generates from up close and personal and independent is pretty good. Um, up close and personal, the other training. Emergency transponder because I just can't quit it. Um, getting a free right. token is really good. I, I one of my games I use it to remove the suppression so that he would not run the risk of uh, not having two actions that turn. Uh, it's really flexible. It's really good. Um, it's really hard not to take it on anything that can take a training slot or a uh, comm slot at this point. Um, his jetpack, his flamethrower, flamethrowers just so good. Just delete something. Um, combined with the pistol, it's really strong, and the Beskar spear. Um, I know that the Ambin rifle has a lot more flexibility. It also rolls three dice in melee, and it has actual like it has some good keywords in melee. And of course, being able to just do that double action to try and put the last wound on something is really really good. But uh, I don't have a force user here, so I don't have anything that's like truly immune to pierce so now i have duelist so that's why i have it on there as well yeah didn't gets a lot of aims um it's like when you don't have a force user like i think if you have a force user you absolutely take ambin but in this case uh i think it's beskar spear just because like now he can actually fight a force user he gets a lot of dodges for free so it's not crazy and then situational awareness is really good to help spend those dodges in the off chance that they only roll crits but that's the list. It's currently at seven hundred and like ninety-seven points or something like that. So, uh, uh, all right. Here, here's an awkward question. Mm. Uh, what's mm. the fundamental difference between your two lists for the purposes of our conversation? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the fundamental really difference is well, so they're kind of, they're uh, kind Empire of Boba um, and Rebel Boba are very are are like they have very so different words. Yeah, so they're I only have. Words. Nick's list is essentially so Nick has two points of bounty. I do not. Rebel Boba doesn't have bounty, um, so it is a double bounty versus a single bounty. Oh, I and didn't that. I didn't clock that. Up. Yeah, and in my case, um, I'm more focused on. I have more consistent overwhelming firepower from range mm-hmm. because I have the ranged. Wo- so our our vets mm-hmm. and our shores kind of equal out. My vets are actually a little better with the officer because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. they have the courage too and the op. Mm-hmm. And then I have the ranged wookie as well. So I have more of a gun line focus where I'm going to set up and shoot you. Nick is more of I'm going to poke and prod and then steal bounty at the end. Where mine is Trying I'm going to, to throw enough dice yeah. to just roll you off the table. Perfect. Okay. So I'm a that little is... more static. I'm more static. Nick is most, more scalpel. Most importantly, and this is like cannot be overlooked i have 
Mr. Mutton Chops, Agent Callus with contingencies. Yeah, and you have cunning and contingencies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cunning yeah. and contingencies okay. is like a really cool thing that I have. Um, and okay. like he can get contingencies too, but he has to take Lando, and nobody wants to take Lando. So hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Lando, yeah, yeah. but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like if I if like, I play Rebels, if I play Rebels in the next four to five months, I'm playing Lando lists. I've got them. I've got a. I've got a stack of them already built and i very i very anyway okay that's 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 a totally different segment uh thank you for that uh my question was uh 90 confident you two would have good answers to differentiate uh but uh but i i think it's important to kind of call that out so yeah as overall archetypes oh yeah yeah so i I think you want (laughs) to if you want to base that in like a two word answer for both nick Mm -hmm. is Bounty hunter scalpels. Mike is yep. consistent gunline. Bounty hunter yep. beat sticks. <laughs> and my and mine is a combination of um, targeted mobility and uh, uh, intentional overwhelming pierce and firepower when I need it. So mm-hmm. cool. All right. So breakthrough. Who wants to uh, Who wants to give the thirty second reminder of what breakthrough is? Sure, I can do that. Um, so breakthrough is a fairly standard objective. It's been around since the core set. Um, mm-hmm. It is simply for every unit leader that you have completely within an opponent's deployment zone at the end of the game, you get a victory point. Yep. Completely cool. within, meaning that the entire base has to be inside of the deployment zone, all 100% yes. of it. And I have seen t- not just TTS in real life games where it has come down to the millimeters on that. Uh, where well. we've got like a ruler out and we're measuring. Yep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so awesome. in a nutshell, it seems like a really straightforward objective. When it actually comes down to it, it arguably has the most thought of any objective that's out there right now, besides maybe payload. Yeah. Uh, yes, probably. Uh, and one of the big reasons that this this happens is I think there's at least two levels of activation math that has to be constantly going on and, and constantly updating. And so um, payload, you have to constantly be measuring. Breakthrough, you have to be constantly measuring everything not just like a, your opponent's payload and, and how stuff gets it, but every single unit on both yeah. sides to, to understand how far away and how, how many moves it takes them to get. It's important to note that this is one of those things where like it can't like you can't you have to know that like a speed two move is not range one. It is shorter than range one. So if you start the game and you're range six yep. from your opponent's employment deployment zone and like even if you walk a straight line, you cannot get there in six moves um With a lot of people yeah. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah 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 you know what i mean you, you, you said um, it right Mike. yeah <clears throat> yeah it's okay um a lot of people think that it's the same it is not like you yeah. can't touch a vap with a speed to move from a deployment zone at the start of the game because it is short you will be like 0.2 millimeters short each time you move so yeah um cool so let's uh let's tackle let's tackle our lists uh we can just we can go I don't know. We'll do, I'll just go my, through mine first. I'm sure. already talking. All right. Um, so the way that we're going to do this is we're going to talk about each of these lists. We've got you know my speeder list. We've got uh, the the character based double bounty scalpel, and we've got the gun line. Uh, we are going to talk about this objective against each of those. So first, I'm going to talk about what happens when I run into another speeder list. Then what happens when I run into a character based uh, scalpel list? What happens when I run into a gun line? And we'll go down for each of our lists that that path. So. Um, my Anakin Barks list, uh, breakthrough is in my battle deck. I, I have a bid. It's definitely something that I, th- I, sh- I recognize that I'm strong at against lists that I'm trying to outbid. Um, 
when I come up against a speeder list, though, that's where I get really squishy on whether or not it's good or bad. Um, so I'll, I'll actually kind of pose the question to you two. Uh, if I'm up against another speeder list, say triple or even Blizzard Force with quad speeders is out there, uh, is, is Breakthrough probably something I want to try for or, or not? Um, I think it kind of depends on what's on the other side of the table. And mm-hmm. I think the key is numbers. How many speeders okay. do you have versus how many speeders do they have? Gotcha. If it's equal, I think you're fine with it. You've got some standby mm-hmm. shenanigans. You've got mm-hmm. essentially one shot ability on half of your units due to fire mm-hmm. support. Mm-hmm. And then you've got you know your three barks. So yep. if you've got 10 activations, they've got 10 to 11, but you're three speeders apiece, I think you're golden. You've got a lot of courage too. You've got a lot of standby shenanigans. You're fine. But when you start talking about things like 13 activation staps or 12 yep. activation staps or quad speeder bikes, you know, for the, the Blizzard Force lists, I think you want to stay away from it because they have all the same strengths that you do, but just that little numerical advantage that even if you play an equal game, they just have more. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great, that's a great call out. I'm going to use an analogy that you mm-hmm. hear a lot in sports. <clears throat> um, you're only as good as your last, as your worst player. Okay. Um, and I kind of feel that way about breakthrough. Like if you have yeah. a bunch of emplacement troopers and two and two wound strike teams, you probably don't want to play breakthrough. Yeah. Um, for the reasons that a, uh, well, the emplacements are slower and they also don't really want to move a lot. Um, and like strike teams are super squishy and eventually oftentimes yep. in breakthrough, you're going to come across the opponents like unit at range three. Yep. And if they have a choice of being able to like, double move or like move and absolutely definitely eliminate an activation. They're probably going to just try and eliminate that activation instead of just double moving that turn. Yeah. So, and worrying about getting there later. So that's sort of like, yeah. 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 I think that's, I think that's a good assessment. And I think the active, especially in a, in a quote unquote mirror in terms of archetype, I think the activation count point you made, Mike is is a really important one. Um, Specific. My list has specific strengths against other speeder lists. One of the things that I, I think it does well against, and this is something I should have leveraged against Evan's uh, f- furry road, uh, <laughs> is um, I've got more durability. I've got red saves on everything except for Padme, um, and I can I can outlast things more. Uh, plus, I've got those big bases on my barks. I can keep them back, spin silly circles, and then triple move. Uh, speed three with those big bases and and outstrip uh, a smaller base speeder um, from from farther away to get into scoring position. So I I I, I think my strength against another speeder list and breakthrough is patience. Uh, my weaknesses though is if that's if that uh, uh, survivability fails <laughs> or I'm out I'm out activated uh, I don't have my list does not like to move um, except for my speeders. So if I can't win with between one and three speeders getting in uh then i, I then I'm, I'm seriously at a disadvantage um any other weaknesses that you you all would spot for my list against the speeder list and breakthrough uh yeah you don't have a lot of like high wound counts mm, you've got 10 call. activations yep. but a lot of your stuff fades quickly like your barks are five a piece and they don't yep. surge and they tend to be away from Anakin, so they're not going to yep. get those those surges um you've really only got three core and one of your commanders are you know it's your clone commander it's only four health so you're very Mm -hmm. susceptible to poor variants Mm -hmm. yep um you know exemplar does a lot to kind of remove that from the equation but sometimes (laughs) it happens and um absolutely you know when it strikes the other way your list disintegrates very quickly 
That's true. That's so true. if you have something that's a little bit exposed for a turn and you just have a, a slightly sub substandard roll, it's just it's gone. Yeah. Make but I guess that we... just got every list. Uh, yeah, I think I think your call out is important that I'm particularly susceptible to bad variants and in such an activation critical objective, that's something to to be wary of. Um, fire support can mm -hmm. really make breakthrough hard if you get yep. too, if you get too emotionally invested in fire supporting things. And I know, <laughs> and I'm not saying you do in particular. Oh, I, no, I like 100% a lot of, do. yeah. I have yeah, the, the, like, the visceral know, satisfaction I have from fire supporting uh, an Anakin yeah. saber throw. I will go after that high uh, at this mm -hmm. at the expensive objectives. Plenty. It's a it's mm -hmm. an excellent warning. <laughs> yep. Um, cool. Uh, so yeah, I think that that's a really I think that's a really good kind of summary. When we talk about how to deploy and plan for the flow, I, I implied this earlier in, in either my strength or my weaknesses thing. My my best success for breakthrough is going to be scoring those barks later uh so i need to plan to keep them safe i need to plan to use them only on the margins um while keeping them safe and i'm gonna i'm gonna repeat this because it's it's what i need to emphasize to myself most of all uh and i'm going to need to position uh myself to put that offensive firepower the standby bubbles the fire support attacks um in a place to to be the anvil that uh my opponent has to crash against um and then, and then, having kept my bark safe, <laughs> surge them in at the end and give and give up the temptation of maybe some fire supporting bark shots early, uh, or early positioning of them. Um, and that last piece is probably one of my biggest lessons still to be learned, honestly, in how I play breakthrough. I need to have the patience to not try to grab this objective early. It's a long game. Ideally, it's six rounds. Uh, unit leaders within the enemy's deployment range prior to the end of the game do absolutely nothing. <laughs> so uh, t getting that timing and pacing is uh, is crucial for me, I think, on that. So I, I think there's, before we continue, a mm -hmm. quick 60-second sidebar, something that we probably should have established at the start um, is that there's really two schools of thought for how to approach breakthrough. Mm -hmm. um, you can either divert your force into stopping your opponent and try to score yep. with an extra VP, something like bounty secret mission, or you've got a couple of fast units just score it in at the end, or you can play the game style of I'm going to avoid my opponent entirely, make him come to me because I have more activations and pick him off as they go. Yeah. Um, so I think we should just bear that in mind is obviously there's little variations and tweaks on those as we go through, but those are kind of the two main concepts that people play breakthrough and as. Um, like if you're playing a Dooku Magna Guard list, you shove those two units into your opponent's list, slow it down, take as many activations as you can, essentially neuter their count, and just run all your B1s away. If you're playing Staps, you just run everything away and say, you have to come to me. Yeah. yeah. So as we as we talk about like how we're planning our scoring strategies, I think just keeping those two in mind is, is useful. That's a really I good arguably, I would arguably, all yeah, I would say Keegan's list especially is really good at that. Mm -hmm. um, because he can just run those three barks away and then Anakin fire getting fire support with the saber throw and everything, uh, is gross. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like, you can just delete the things that come near you like pretty, yeah. like, you know, they have to respect that. Um, yeah. And if so. you force the fight up close so that he has to deal or they have to deal with the standby, they have to deal with the fire support, but then they also have to worry about shooting the barks while they're getting shot by <laughs> everything else. So they don't squirt away turn five, turn six. Um, yeah. That's a major, major play. Yeah. 
Uh, you mentioned uh, that that archetype sometimes uh, leveraging extra victory points like like bounty or secret mission. It is worth noting that after Nova, I am giving up my opportunity for secret mission because I think that the fire support leverage of assault has much more power than Padme's three pip, um, which is the the one tweak coming out of Nova. So uh, I I think all your points are still valid for how I would play this. Um, uh, just note just for for the audience noting that secret mission <laughs> is not a is not an option for me uh in, in my current approach cool i love that analysis um i'd like to call an audible because uh i i don't uh i, I feel like it'll actually be more interesting if we go down each of each of our lists and rotate through instead of going my list through all three so who wants to sure. uh, who wants to take uh opposing a speaker list with their list next um, i'll take it sure because um, I really like playing against a list like that with my list, I think. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. <clears throat> there's like a, a, like a few quick highlights. Um, he's got a lot of juicy bounty targets for me. Um, <laughs> uh, Boba and Din have proven one thing these last like five or six games I played with them in that they can get bounties pretty reliably, um, nice. especially from those like four wound clone commander type things, Imperial officers. Oh, yeah. um, one mistake in Boba Fett can just like make you regret that the rest of the game. Um, uh, Also, um, I mean, just in general, like uh, Anakin is as, as like somebody who's playing dim with Beskar spear. I'm not really afraid of Anakin in a fight, Mm. um, you know, in a lightsaber versus Beskar spear fight. Um, He doesn't have the tricks that like Skywalkers have uh, or well, that (laughs) that the Skywalker, the Luke Skywalker has and Vader has, um, you know, I assume you're talking disengage or something. Uh, no. Yeah. Um, things like that. But, um, and I'm able to, I can, you know, Boba Fett's pretty good at killing barks too. So, uh, so yes, Boba Fett is very good at crit, killing barks. Sharpshooter too. <laughs> very good at killing speeders. Um, and, sorry. I, I should pay, pay you, Do you have snipers in your list too? I do. Yeah. Those guys, those guys are also really good at killing. And barks. I have suppressive mortars. So if they see Anakin, he's going to be sad. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'll pose your list and breakthrough. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, I think, and I think so. I think we covered some of the strengths there. Um, the the okay. piercing and sharpshooter stuff just wrecks the barks. So uh, that's a huge strength against the speeder list, and it wrecks any of the speeders. It wrecks your stabs. It wrecks your um, just getting. To, it, it's that cover one seems minor until you lose it. <laughs> Is my yeah. experience flying barks around, um, and uh, since you have high velocity sharpshooter and pierce on so many of your uh, of your choices there, uh, it it can really hurt uh, a lot of ways. What about uh, what do you think it's weak? Where's its weaknesses on, on uh, against speeders? Or Mike? Um, I... <clears throat> oh, go ahead, Mike. Oh, I was gonna say. Um, I think the weaknesses is that something that I mentioned with Keegan is that it's very susceptible to disintegration because you've got two snipers and you've got some mortars in there. Yes. And the exact same concepts that I applied yeah. to some of Keegan's list elements apply here as well. They're two wound, two wound units and three wound units, and they're mm-hmm. less mobile than the others. And mm-hmm. half of these are white saves. Um, yeah. So if even like a naked bark flies around the corner, it's very susceptible to one shotting a sniper team. Yeah, you know, it's not hard to move, move, shoot, and you know get that sniper out of cover. And now all of a sudden you're down in activation. Yeah. I think that's the yeah. main weakness there is that if we're talking about like a late game play to score an objective, 
um, your snipers and your mortars are probably units that are going to do that because they're both relatively quick units. And it's easy to keep them away from the, the brunt of the action, but if they're chased down by a speeder, they're both prone to dying and then prone to not being able to shoot back and eliminate the speeder before it scores itself. Now, to be fair, if you're playing against me, uh, dangling a sniper just uh, in attempting range is a really good way to get me to put a bark out of position and, and then lose it. Uh, so <laughs> Some reverse psychology uh, here. Yeah, I, I do or, have that temptation to... Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> um, did we talk? Oh, yeah. So, Nick, any other weaknesses that you see? Not in particular. Uh, I think like... I think the other weakness is that you have a lot of courage. One. Oh yeah. Shores are courage one. Um, yeah. And I know I just mentioned the mortars and the snipers. They're both courage two, but we said yeah. that they're a little bit softer. Your hardier units that have the ability to get across the field are Courage 1 units. Yes. Mm, so yeah. I do have, have the Inspire with the Officer. That's helpful. I played a game. I won a game of Breakthrough in Invader League, and I won. Basically, I was like, all right, my gun line's not going to score, but I'm going to mm. stop as much as I can, and then I'm going to get a bounty, which is exactly yeah. what happened. And it's like I stopped the th- his things from scoring. Um, and then I ended up scoring, I think, three things and Boba. So I had yep. like five points at the end. Nice. Um, officer limped by with two. Callus ended up dying, but I got like a single model shore, a strike team, and Boba or something like that. So, but it was like, yeah, it was one of those things like, all right, I can, this gun line can probably take out enough of these Wookiees that like I can stop them. And I will just send Din and Boba after this chieftain. And then everything else will try and score near the end. And that, you know, it worked out um, <clears throat> by far not my best objective, but it's like I can play it. But having those two speed three mobile units is super helpful. Awesome. Uh, when you're setting up, you've got it. it this is what the turn zero landed on. How are, you, how are you deploying and planning for the flow on this? You just gave an example of like going for the win on the bounty, but any, any other considerations? Um, I'm going to find, I need to look at where, where is my opponent going to put their, deploy their army and try and like walk most of it toward mine, toward my deployment zone. And Mm -hmm. I want to point my gun line at it and make sure that I'm going to get as many shots as I can with those shores and those mortars before Mm -hmm. they start taking wounds back. Um, and hope, and like hope that that isn't like hope that I can stop them. Um, that would, that would be the plan. Um, love it. So as we as we jump over then to the rebel gunline aspect of that, do you mind if I work in the reverse order? Because I no. think we're going to have very similar strengths and weaknesses in the setup. Oh, gotcha. But I think, yeah, yeah. Um, in terms of like how to deploy and with the flow, I think I have a, a little bit of a different outlook in this case. Yeah. Um, I I think I want to anticipate where my opponent is and then deploy range five from them. Um, mm-hmm. I've got a lot of I've got scale on the Wookies. I've got range four on the Mark twos. Or I'm sorry, range four on the the CMs, the range five mm-hmm. snipers. Um, and I've got rule with respect with Rebel Boba here instead of Rocket. Um, mm. So I've got a significantly stronger gun line of that aspect. Yep. And unlike Nick, I have a lot more white saves. Um, I've got the Mark IIs instead of the Mortars. I have the Vets instead of the Shores. So I've got more wounds, but I've got you know worse saves. And if I'm playing against a Spear list, I'm never going to be able to hide entirely from getting shot. So I think in this aspect, deployment is finding that little razor line of... 
where can I move and shoot you back as you come forward, but not expose myself to the easy shots? So if I can find some like range five, range six, that's in cover so that I'm not terribly far away and I can kind of poke and prod, but I'm mm-hmm. not just like leaving myself out there range three, get hit by all of your stuff. Um, I think that's the balance that I need to strike because I'm going to take wounds. I'm going to take dead guys, but I need to make sure that I'm shooting back in a, in a timely manner before it's just too late. Yeah. If I let you last first me, I could probably just lose the game outset if I'm like range seven, range eight away. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. Cool. What, uh, what about strengths and weaknesses uh, for, so, for Breakthrough? Sure. So strengths on Breakthrough, um, I have a lot of Courage too. Um, I think yeah. the only Courage one that I have in my list is literally nothing. <laughs> yeah. I have no Courage yeah. one. Must be nice I have officers. officers. I have officers on the, on the two vets. <laughs> um, so yeah. I'm. it's very hard. And I have Inspire 3 because I have two officers and I have the Rebel officer. So I'm going to have all of my actions almost all of the time. So I have a little bit more leeway to take that early prodding shot at range four, you know, poke for crits with an aim shot with the the critical two and try to force through some some wounds that may not necessarily be there. Um, I've also got a lot of range sharpshooter. Um, in addition to the two snipers, I also have the Kashyyyk resistance Wookiees. I have the range three with sharpshooter. They've got scopes and OP. Um, Boba's got sharpshooter. Uh, Din's got relentless on his one pip. So it's really easy for me to get effective shots. Um, and when it comes to opposing speeder lists, we talked about the easy bounty targets. There's a lot of soft underbelly with these lists. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes even the speeders themselves are a little soft when Pierce and Sharpshooter come into into the fold. So I think if I can position that range five, like I mentioned in the last segment, getting effective shots is relatively simple. Um, yep. Doesn't necessarily mean they'll hit, but being able to set up that lineup is, it doesn't take a, a great deal of effort. And it means that I can be a little more conservative with the Mark IIs and, and not have to expose them for fire support and just make them scoring units. Because a Mark II that moves twice with that medium-sized base of the speed one is a pretty significant movement range. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's a pretty good strength. And then Din is just almost an auto-bounty against anything that's a four-wound or less white save. So you know, getting Din in there to, to snag something is pretty straightforward. All right, that that's a great that's a great summary of uh, your approach and 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 the strengths. I like going backwards too. I like a little variety there. Um, what I'd love to let let's let's go down the line and for our lists going up against the speeder list um, in turn zero, are we going for breakthrough or are we not? And I'll I'll start it off. Uh, if I'm looking at a speeder list across the table and breakthroughs in the battle deck, uh, I'm. I'm leaning towards trying to get it if it's equal or less activations. That's pretty much my big decision point. If it's more activations, I definitely want to try to veto it. I think the strikes really outnumber me at that point. Um, I probably also don't really want to play it um, unless I can, <laughs> unless I can use turn zero to force like a, a better deployment for a much better deployment for myself or, but you know, I probably yeah, don't yeah. want to play it versus speeder list if I can avoid it. Makes but, sense. If the speeder list has bounty, I'm going to say veto it. If the speeder list does not have bounty and is under 13 activations, I'd like to play against it. Nice. Cool. Awesome. Well, I'm liking this format. Should we go down? Uh, should we go up against our character base uh, scalpel lists now? Sure. You Which essentially is order, like a you... double bounty idea, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 Basically going against Nick's list. So, mm-hmm. uh, Mike, you want to lead us off this time? We'll go reverse order. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm sure no one's tired of hearing me talk yet. (laughs) (laughs) If they're Um, they're tired of hearing any of us talk, then they're listening to the wrong podcast. That's fair. (laughs) 
Um, and a lot of you guys come back. So thank you very much. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> also, you should probably avoid like half the other podcasts because in the last three weeks, we've been on a bunch of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's accurate. Uh, so yeah, let's let's say I'm going against a breakthrough against um, uh, an Imperial hero hammer list, character-based yep. list like Nick has. Um, I think my weakness is I'm outnumbered on bounty. Um, I yep. think that's going to be a major thing that I'm looking for. If we're talking about something like Nick specifically, where it does have the two points of bounty, um, I think I'm at a severe disadvantage. Because we talked kind of at the beginning that our lists are very similar. They're not quite mirrors, but they have very similar constructs. Um, and the way that we apply those constructs are different. But when you talk about that second free victory point from a more aggressive Boba, I think it really hurts me. Mm -hmm. um, I'm also a little slower. Um, Nick has two speed three Mandalorians that both have bounty. My Boba Fett is speed two <laughs> and only has jump one. So I'm not as great at getting away. And if I need to play a late game whipcord, um, you know, two speed twos is a lot less than two speed threes when it comes to scoring if I'm engaged. Yeah. So I think that's something where every time that I look in the mirror, I'm looking at a little bit more of a cutting edge in terms of our, our character matchups with Nick, and that's a, a significant disadvantage. You know what they say, the Sarlacc Pit puts 10 pounds on everybody. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Do, do, do they say I that? I don't know. I say it. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I'm going to go ahead. Do I want to play against it? Uh, probably, uh, for the reasons you said. Um <laughs> I have two points of bounty. I have two speed, three jump units. Uh, they can get a bounty pretty good these days. Um, I I feel pretty good against a character base list that doesn't have speeders. Yeah. Especially if it's a white save character list. Like if you're talking about some of the rebels or the CIS bounty mm -hmm. hunters like Bosk and oh, Cad Bane, yeah. yeah. you just mulch yep. them. Yeah. And if, uh, if uh, Mike, if you're forced to, or Nick, if you get to, it sounds like, how are you, how are you all setting up to, to tackle that opposing list? So if I'm setting up against Nick's list, I'm going to kind of do the opposite of what I just mentioned with the speeder list. I want to stay real far away to start. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Both of us are going to have to engage at some point. It's just a fact. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Shit's going to have to shoot each other. Um, yeah. We're moving at very similar speeds with our gun lines, though. And I think that if I can shorten the time, I have a slight advantage because I do have that ranged Wookiee Pierce. And that's something that a lot of lists don't have at the moment because we've mm -hmm. kind of gone away from the, the special forces spam over the last few months and gone more into either like core spam or uh, Euro hammer styles. Mm -hmm. So um, those Wookiees hit like a truck. And if I'm just trying to shred shores, if I'm trying to shred, um, you know, like any other core unit, like I'm, I'm going to be better. Yeah. And I've got that rule with respect to add another black die to that as well, plus yep. that yeah. entire turn. So I want to I want to start real far away, probably like range six, range seven, and just mm -hmm. kind of dictate when the engagement starts, and probably start to dictate that engagement around like the middle of turn two, unless the opponent makes an, an egregious error. Yeah, makes sense. Nick, what about you? Um, yeah, I mean, I want to get I want to get as many shots as possible. I want to get as many mortar shots as possible. Um, hoping that mm -hmm. I can take some activations from the Courage 2 army. Um, uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. Um, I want to do the opposite of what he wants. I want to start a little closer than that. <laughs> I want to get my shots in first before he gets his shots. But, uh, yeah, because I'll take my – I'll honestly – I'll take my shore saves over his vet saves all day. But once those Wookiees get – if yeah. those Wookiees get into range three before I get any – before I trade, before I trade positively in attrition, uh, I'm going to be in a lot of trouble mm -hmm. because those Wookiees are capable of one-shotting a short spot. 
and they're gonna de- they're yeah. they're gonna delete things. Um, it happens. Yeah, uh, eight dice sharpshooter one Pierce is uh, really good, real <laughs> real good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, for me, I think I ha- I have some good strengths against this kind of character based scalpel list. Uh, I've got a lot of Pierce, a lot of these lists, you know, Nicholas specifically, there's a lot of red saves, but I've got a, uh, and there's some impervious in there, but I've got a decent amount of, uh, Pierce options. Uh, I've got range five Pierce with lethal and echo to kind of pick on that stuff. Um, the weaknesses that I have are really around if I screw up my barks, um, if I feed, if I feed activations, uh, and, and waste the power of those barks. We talked, I talked about a little bit in the last, in the last conversation. So, um, I think this is something but I, I think I out mobility if I play it smart uh, against a list like this. Um, the way that I would uh, the way that I would set this up if I'm if I'm paying attention <laughs> is uh, I would uh, I I, I want to look for um, line of sight blocking terrain that I can keep my barks behind uh, if it's if it's set up. Well, first I'm gonna I'm gonna put my I'm gonna delay my bark deployment until the very end. Um, that's usually how I go with with these things, but this one especially. Um, frankly, any breakthrough is probably true, but uh, I, I want to set up so that I've got this my little mobile ball of of death uh, in a position and, and have a plan for where it's going to move and where it's going to inter uh, intercept uh, others and kind of catch and force fights. Uh, but I'll, I'm going to I'm going to put the barks and I'm going to be looking for those line of sight blockers to hide behind any large buildings that they can hide behind especially if there's an opportunity to move towards. Uh, the other thing that I'm going to be looking for is uh, those out-of-place softer targets. Um, someone who puts a strike team out there, um, <laughs> checking myself that it's not just tenthing bait uh, or, uh, or a shore that... Uh, uh, because if I, can hit, if I can hit a shore with Echo and then two barks in a turn, that probably gets me the three wounds that, that I need, um, which, which can be a good activation. Um, in general, though, I'm going to look to play the barks conservatively uh, because of that um, that sharpshooter Pierce we talked about last time uh, that I want to be really careful with. So, um, yeah, I think uh, I think on our on our turn zero question, if I'm faced up against a, a scalpel gun line, uh, breakthrough is definitely one of my top contenders for for what I'm uh, going for. I'm not. I don't mind taking it. I just need to remember how to play it smart. Uh, sure. So if we're going back to that route, if we're on yeah. an open table where I think I have the better table edge mm-hmm. based on cover situations, I'd like to play it. But I think that's the only time that I want to. I would say 85% of the time I'd, I'd probably cut breakthrough Makes sense. and force something that's a little bit more static. Makes sense. Nick, what about you? Um, I agree mostly. Um, <laughs> I... Yeah, I don't really have anything to add. Sorry. And yeah, in the mirror. In the mirror, it's kind of the same mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. As uh, as Mike's. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Home stretch here. We're going up against a, a rebel gun line uh, uh, across the table for us. Nick, you haven't gone first yet, so you get to go first this time. Um. Uh. Yeah. I probably. I just, I just got a. I just got a death glare on our video. Uh, folks. <laughs> I was gonna say that was an eye roll. <laughs> <laughs> um. I probably want. I probably want to play breakthrough versus a re- versus a rebel gun line. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I feel pretty good that my gun line's pretty strong. Um, in this list, I do also have um, rule with respect available to me. Um, so, 
Uh, but also, Rebel gun lines generally don't have Courage 2. Um, so, and they want to sit back and shoot. Uh, so I feel pretty good that, like, my bounty mm-hmm. can, and my Mandalorians can help uh, help get me the a win versus something like that. Any particular strengths, weaknesses, or deployment setup you want to do in there? I probably want to play, uh, I don't want to play a longer field particularly, but I do want to position mm-hmm. myself, I want to put myself in a position that I can get shots as quickly as possible. Get, you know, get yeah. suppression on on the troops, things like that with the mortars. Um, I guess my strategy doesn't really change much from the last one. Um, uh, yeah. I, yeah. Sorry. Not very interesting. <laughs> they're, they're very similar. Yeah, concepts. yeah, not yeah. Yeah, it's the application yeah. that's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Mike. What about uh, what about you against uh, against yourself? <laughs> I'm gonna throw this up to a very wishy washy cop out answer. It really depends sure. on what that rebel gun line is made of. Um, yeah. If it's something that's similar to mine, um, I think it's gonna depend on board edge. Uh, if yep. I feel like I have the the better side, I, I want to play it. Um, but rebel gun lines could also be composed of something that's like loop DLT spam or triple Wookiee or triple Mando. Like all these things are possibilities. Mm-hmm. So I, I would say that generally if I have more consistent ranged firepower and an equal amount of courage, I, I'm okay with it. I don't think I need to use a ban. You know, yeah. if I have an objective after that, that I definitely want to get to, I don't feel bad about it, but it's not an auto ban. However, if it's something like Triple Wookiee, I think I want to stay away from it. Triple Mando, stay away from it because they'll be able to hit my soft spots and move faster. Um, yeah. So circling around, it really just does <laughs> depend on how that makeup is. If I'm playing an exact mirror, I feel pretty confident. Cool. Cool. Based on the tape watch. Did you want me to dive into like weaknesses there? I kind of briefly touched on Yeah. Anything else to add? And then I'll, I'll, throw, I'll do my quick analysis of my list too. Yeah, just to kind of mention like board state and or I guess deployment flow and weaknesses is mm-hmm. um, I'm just going to take the concept of like mass special force spam on the other side because mm-hmm. I know mine is more mine is a little bit more core and hero focused. But if we're sure. talking about like the the heavy Wookiee or the the heavy Mando, um, I need to stay away from them because if they get to range two, I'm just going to lose. Um, so I think that figuring out where their threats are, what their threat range is, and then staying about one to one and a half range away from that edge of their threat at deployment is what I need to do, especially yep. if they force me into a, an unfavorable situation based on deployments. Like Things like battle lines are not going to be good for me here. I actually want to do something like a long march or a rollout so that I can dictate, once again, when that engagement begins. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. Which also functions very similar to, as I mentioned, how I played against the Imperial Hero Hammer. You know, I'm right. going to get shot at some point, so I need to figure out when that shooting is going to start. Uh, yeah, it, when I'm looking at a rebel gun line, especially a hero heavy uh, rebel gun line, and you got the Wookies, um, this is this is one where you've got a couple different places you can you can land uh, into my lines um, because you got some you got most you talked about most of your stuff's going to sit back, but you have stuff that's going to come be, be coming in. So so I think against the gun line, uh, the rebel gun line, I am trying to, uh, oh man. I don't know. I don't love it because you there you've got a lot of stuff that's coming at me. Um and I I probably actually I'm going to just skip to the end on at, at this point. I probably actually try to veto it against the rebel gun line because I don't necessarily want to be fighting those two fights. I want to use with, with the stuff you've got coming in, uh I want to use my barks, possibly risk my barks. 
Um, and I'm, there's other objectives that I'm much better, much happier doing that on um, than, than breakthrough. So there's a, unfortunately, there's like a heavy aspect of how does that turn to like poke shot variants go with a matchup like yeah. this, where, you know, if, the, yeah. if the bark has to roll three to four saves because of the critical shots, um, that doesn't feel good. And if that goes slightly subpar, like the, the nature of the game shifts dramatically and moving to a different objective that's a, potentially a little bit more static and doesn't have that early engagement just kind of removes some of that variance from the equation. Yeah, generally speaking, I'm going to have this. This is the kind of situation that I bid for. Um, and the reason that I bid is because I want uh, I want the list that's looking across from me. Generally, I, I think that you probably don't want to play breakthrough against me, but I know my weaknesses against it, so I don't want to play it against you. So I'm probably relying on you to you spending your vetoes. You look at my flop. It's one. I'm, re I'm relying on getting the bid. Two. You look at my flop. It's in some order, hostage payload or no key positions payload, uh, bombing runner breakthrough, which means you're going to try to veto bombing runner breakthrough. Um, and if that's uh, and, and so I'm counting on that to get us to uh, to be play one of my other ones, and I'm actually much more comfortable than having my run of vetoes to get host or payload rather, uh, because payload forces this list to move. So I, I think uh, kind of wrapping all that up in a nice little bow. I have strategies against it. I'll be looking. It's not unlike uh, how I would against Nick's character-based Imperial Hero Hammer to fight it. But this is one that I'd, I'd veto um, if if it. Or I'd I'd, <laughs> I'd hope you veto, and then I'd probably veto uh, if uh, if I was facing. All right. I know we've had a little bit of technical difficulties. Hopefully the edit has made that completely invisible to all of you listeners so far, but this probably is the universe's way of saying uh, about an hour is a, a good target, guys. Let's let's keep it that. <laughs> you all have anything else? Yeah, Zencast Zencaster keeps telling us to stop. <laughs> no, I think this has been a pretty good discussion. Um, we hope that it's slightly different and a different application on some of the other ways that the other casts have gone about this via articles and podcast etc um so if you like this please let us know um if there's a section of the discussion that you enjoyed or particularly thought went on for too long please let us know as well um i don't want to say we've been spitballing this but we came up with the construct not too long ago so we're very open to constructive feedback because we've got what five six more objectives to go through so you know it's it's going to be a thing for a little while seven there's... math it's a little math. late in the day for math good sir <laughs> For the, those of you who might have noted, uh, I'm going to bury this announcement here at the at the end of this episode. Uh, Turn Zero Lists is one of the absolute favorite things that I've done uh, on this cast in the community, but unfortunately, uh, my uh, my life is just a little too packed right now. So TZL's on a little bit of hiatus uh, while we while we work to get that back uh, up and running. Uh, or, you know, and by that, I mean, you know, my life and <laughs> my free time. So, uh, thank you for everyone who's written in asking to, to be on there, uh, uh, and other things, but we'll, we'll be, uh, we'll let y'all know when, when we get that started again. Um, we really, we are, we're sticking to this, this every other week format though. And we're really excited about, uh, everything that we can bring in this new, this new forum too. So, uh, 